Hey moms, I'm Dorinda Wilson. I'm here with uh, Heather. Hi. And you guys know her, she is uh, uh, Pastor Wes's wife and my daughter Brittany. Um, both of them have three, three kids and I have eight that are mostly grown. So we're here today because we want to bring some encouragement to you. We were talking about how um, a lot of moms are finding themselves um, in new and unfamiliar territory. You know, yes. uh, we were talking about how some of the moms who um, send their kids to school are now home with their kids all day. And we wanted to bring um, just some encouragement and some practical tips. Um, so we decided to get together and put our heads together and our hearts together and, and hopefully bring you some great encouragement. But, you know, we're all painfully aware of what's going on around us and maybe, maybe too much. So <laughs> I feel like we're all on information overload. So um, we thought it would be a great idea to just to speak truth to some of the fears that we might be facing right now, because we're all feeling it, you know, we, mm -hmm. we all are. Um, and then also, like I said, some practical ideas about kind of how to walk out our faith and how to walk out this time with our kids. Um, so it talked about how some of us are feeling fearful. Um, it, it's really a strange, it's almost surreal, don't you think? Kind of what's going on around us and just being in lockdown and quarantine. And, you know, they've said, oh, now it's down to like 10 people. And so we have a big family. So we're like, okay, so we can't all get together at once. We're staying outside. There's more than 10 of us. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and we we're not able to get together at church. And so... I love technology. I love mm -hmm. the fact that we can yes. do this. Like we can take this time and we can hopefully connect with moms and, um, and, and just speak some truth and some encouragement. So I think the first thing that I really want to talk about is how our perspective on what's happening is so important. And I've been grappling with this because it's been, you know, every day it seems like something's changing and I have to readjust and, um, and I just, I don't do it well without God. You know, I just, I can't. And so I just keep having to go back to him and, and bring all these things that I'm worried about. You know, you tend to project and kind of borrow trouble is what I call it. <laughs> you know, where you're projecting into the future, where's this all going to land? We don't know, too far. you know, so we don't, we really need to focus on the truth of God's word. And so some of the feelings that we might have, um, are fear, obviously, and so I just want to share a couple of scriptures, and I'm sure some of these will be really familiar to you, but it, it, they bear repeating for sure. First Timothy 1 Timothy 1.7, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of self-discipline. And I think this is something we really need to remember that as Christian moms, we always have hope. You know, our hope is in Christ. It's not in our circumstances staying the same all the time, because obviously, you know, they change, you know, these seasons of our life change and things like this um, that we didn't expect. They come along, they sort of broadside us. And so we want to, we want to focus on and meditate on the truths of God's word. And he is telling us here that he has not given us a spirit of fear. So that, that the fearful feelings, I think it's legitimate to have feelings of fear, but it's what we do with it that matters. That's what makes the difference. And, and I think that's why he goes on to say of power of love and of self-discipline, it takes discipline to take our thoughts captive mm -hmm. to the obedience of Christ and to be um, meditating on the truths of his word. And I like to take scriptures, put them on like a little three by five card and just tape them up in different places throughout oh, the house, you yes. know, or I'll have them on a piece of paper laying yes. on the kitchen counter and I'll just mm -hmm. keep going back to them every time I start to feel fearful and just say, God, you said this, mm -hmm. I feel this way, but you said this, this is the beauty of um, our faith and of serving God is that he is unchanging. He's the mm -hmm. same yesterday, today, and forever. He's the same God this week that he was two weeks ago when we didn't know any of this was going down. So, and yes. you know, so it's so important for us to remember that. And then Isaiah 41, 10 says, don't be afraid for I am with you. Don't be discouraged for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. It's, you know, our God is powerful mm -hmm. and we can't forget that fear causes God to shrink in our minds. And that's why the enemy likes to get that foothold on us because it, it, 
it changes our view and our perspective of God. And um, this is where worship is so important. And we're going to share some uh, links to some a couple of songs and to the Revo worship uh, playlist on Spotify for you guys to go and just have worship music playing in your home and um, and for your kids to hear. But here it's saying you got it's saying that God is going to strengthen us. And that we do not have to be discouraged. Will we feel discouraged? Yes. But do we have to stay discouraged? No. We can continue to focus on the power of the God that we serve. And another feeling um, that kind of goes right along with it is anxiety. Well, I can tell mm-hmm. you I have I have had the biggest battle with anxiety off and on throughout my life. And especially in the recent years um, with those lovely hormone changes that happen. You see the gray hair? Yeah, that's <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> I'm making that switch over and it's not fun, (laughs) but God is good and faithful. And in the midst of all that, while I've been dealing with this, um, he's just brought so many truths back to the forefront of my mind. And it's always rooted in God's word in Philippians four verses six and seven. Don't worry about anything. Do you notice there's no exception there? except the coronavirus. <laughs> it doesn't say that. It says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience, then, see that? Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything that we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. And I think another version of that says, um, his peace that passes all understanding. So, the people looking around at us, I mean, they're watching the church to see how we're going to respond to this. If we are constantly like anxious, I'm not saying we can't have the feelings, but if we are just in a wad all the time, we're, we're sending a message that our God isn't powerful and he isn't real and he doesn't actually want to help us. And, you know, and that we don't want to do that because we don't have to. Because it's not true. God is real and he is powerful and he does want to help us and he wants to meet us right where we are. And, you know, I think right now I feel super weak and I think that's invulnerable. I think that's another feeling that a lot of us have. And I just have, it can make us feel like we can't go to God because we just, we feel we weak. We aren't in a good place. We aren't in a good place. <laughs> exactly. And then I was thinking about how what God showed me recently in the last few months, like he is not offended by our weaknesses. Like they don't offend him. And they're not obstacles that he can't overcome. And he's not waiting for you to word it properly before you come to him. Exactly. <laughs> you can say it however you need to say it because he sees your heart. He, he knows, knows what you're trying to mm-hmm. communicate. So, you know, even if you don't feel like you're great at praying, just pour your heart out to God. He mm-hmm. understands. That's the beauty of it. You talk to somebody else and you got to worry about what you're communicating. But with How God, coming across. exactly. <laughs> he's not offended. He no. understands. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so important. And then it just goes on to say that he will strengthen us. He will help us and he'll uphold us with his victorious right hand. Um, and then the anxiety, we know that his peace that passes all understanding as we tell him what we need and thank him. I think that's key. Mm-hmm. We do both of those things. You know, gratitude is a, a wonderful remedy for anxiety. And, mm-hmm. and then in John 14, 27, Jesus said, I'm leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. Again, no caveats there, Mm -hmm. except the coronavirus. (laughs) (laughs) It's saying you don't have to be troubled. I mean, we are. We're having those feelings. But he's telling us um, he's our peace and that he's leaving us with a peace that the world can't offer us. And that's that's key right there. Because as we're walking that out and we're learning what it looks like to embrace that gift... The world is looking on and going, wow, there's something there. There's something real because nobody else is is at peace. But why is she at peace? You know, so it doesn't have to be something you fake or conjure up. No, <laughs> it's something that God um, is is produced as a fruit in us as we trust him. So do you have something you wanted to add to that? Oh, I just I like the um, first Timothy one seven. Um, I, there's another version of that, you know, it says, uh, 
God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. I like also the version that says of a sound mind. Right. Mm-hmm. Emphasis Which on I feel sound like right mind. Now is kind yeah. of a big thing. That's a big There's thing. Yeah. A Definitely. lot of people who are probably not walking around with a very sound mind <laughs> right? or a peace that passes all understanding. Exactly. And then if and if you're able to grasp at those things during this, you need to cling to those things. Right. Anything that puts you in that direction of a sound mind. Exactly. Peace that passes all understanding. Go that direction. Exactly. And just stay there. Yes. (laughs) That's exactly right. Cling to that thing. Um, I was thinking about the fact that we have to guard our hearts. We have to be really careful to guard our hearts right now because the uh, proverb says that out of it flow, uh, all of our life flows out of our hearts. And so if we are careful to guard what we're putting in, what we're taking in, Um, what we're meditating on, what we're believing, you know, Um, I heard once that we are the biggest influence on ourselves because we're always talking to ourselves, right? (laughs) So what are you telling yourself right now? (laughs) So we're telling ourselves, we're going to lose, I'm going to lose my mind. Yeah, that's not going to be good. (laughs) That won't end well, I guarantee you. (laughs) Exactly. So, um, so we want to talk about a few things to remember as we walk out our faith this week. These are just practical things to keep in the forefront of your mind. And then we're going to talk about like super practical ideas for um, spending time with your kids. All right. So as we walk out our faith this week, it's important to remember this really, really big thing that I have fallen back on throughout all my years as a Christian when a crisis has beset us and this has happened to our family more than once um that god is sovereign and that he is good all of scripture points to that you know i always say if we served a god who was sovereign but not good that would not be that that would not be good (laughs) we couldn't trust him you know but we can trust him because he's good and i think it's a challenge sometimes to go to scripture and to look at all the places where um, it talks about his sovereignty and his power, and then also go to all the places where it talks about his goodness and focus on those scriptures because it's so important for us. As we remember who he is, our problems and the things we're concerned about, the things that are causing us to not have a sound mind, (laughs) shrink. They shrink in his presence. All of that gets much smaller in his presence. I, that, that song from, I don't know, 20, 30 years ago, it says, turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. And I just, I love that. I think the temptation is to focus on getting out of the situation. Right. Instead, you need to focus on God's attributes. Right. And who he is. Right. Because that's going to... Your, your circumstances aren't necessarily just going to change overnight. And if you're just waiting and waiting for them to change, right, you're probably just going to be disappointed. Right. <laughs> and you're just going to be more unraveled. Exactly. And like maybe focusing on who he is and, and his character is going to assure you despite whatever happens. Exactly. Whether it gets better or worse. Right. And that's really kind of where we want to be. Yeah. And that's where we want to be anyway. It is. Regardless of whether there's a crisis going on around mm-hmm. us or not. Um, it, it's so important to um, just understand that God knew before the beginning of time right. that we were going to be in this scenario. And I, um, a, an older woman told me years ago, she said, um, nothing happens to you that doesn't pass through his loving hands first. God is very strategic. Mm-hmm. He has a plan. He is working and he's moving all the time. It's the yielding to the plan, <laughs> embracing the plan as it unfolds. That's the challenge. Setting aside even your own expectations, I think. Exactly. Too. Exactly. Yeah. Um, my husband and I were talking the other day about how when um, our youngest son was born with a heart defect and they told us uh, he had had open heart surgery at three days old and it, he told us, they told us he would be in the hospital for you know at least two to three weeks. And my husband said, okay, we need to come up with a, a plan that we can live with for however long this takes. And I was so thankful. I just, that resonated with me and, and gave me a lot of peace. And so we came up with this plan and it was really a good thing because mm-hmm. it was two months before he wow. came home. Mm-hmm. And we had seven kids at home. We were an hour from the hospital, how to divide that time and be with, you know, who we needed to be with and at the right time. So God was really good. So I would encourage you to pray and ask God to give you a, a simple plan that um, would would work well for the duration. Um, 
Okay, the other thing to keep in your, we'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute, but we, the other thing to keep in the forefront of your mind is that children are a blessing. When we have to spend a lot of time with our kids, sometimes it can feel like they're not a blessing. You know, you guys were talking about these memes that are going around about yeah. Yeah. Oh, the questions. Oh, yeah. asking nonstop questions. Right. Did you call a plumber today? Did you want to be a magician when you were my age? <laughs> What's uh, for lunch? Yeah. And oh, we just yes. ate breakfast. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are we having a snack? Right. Yeah. <laughs> They want to eat like 20 times a day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so all the questions, that kind of stuff can just really, um, it, it can start to feel like a drain. And mm -hmm. I, I love what and Wes if you're told already you though. Stressed. What did Wes tell you about the, you know, when you're, they're firing questions at yeah. you and you're starting to wear down? You don't have to respond to every question. Right. It's okay <laughs> to not respond. I love it. We feel like bad moms if yes, we don't, you know, answer you. them. Um, my trick was always um, to answer a question with a question. So what do you mm -hmm. think? Mm -hmm. You know, like they're like, Can what are we having for lunch? What are you making? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, absolutely. That's my fault. Yeah. Too. Did you call the plumber today? I don't know. Did you see me call the plumber today? <laughs> do you know the plumber's phone number? This is a way to have a lot of fun. <laughs> it is. At yes. children's expense. Yes. And it gets them thinking. Okay. It does. Next you know? time when I approach mom with a question, right. is it worth asking? Is it legitimate? Can I figure it out? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And the thing is, when they when we do that, even when we engage in that fun with them, it, it actually encourages critical thinking so you're not wasting your time doing it no. you know <laughs> you're actually teaching them something it's a constructive skill here yeah. right right but you know our culture tells us that children are not a blessing mm -hmm. that they're a burden mm -hmm. and they're almost like a almost like a property you know like there's something you acquire first you acquire a college education then you acquire a car and then a house and a husband or wife and then you start to acquire <laughs> children right and it's like it's like in the list of things and and i God's view of children is so different than that. You know, mm -hmm. my husband looked through the scriptures on all the scriptures on children and all he could find was that they were a blessing. Mm -hmm. And um, I wanted to share the scripture with you. I just happened to read this this morning. This was totally random. I didn't plan this. This got to be God. But he said uh, Jesus was with his disciples and it says, then his disciples began arguing about which of them was the greatest. They are children <laughs> themselves, right? <laughs> but Jesus knew their thoughts. So he brought a little child to his side. I could just see him just like scooch him right up right, <laughs> next to the, right next to him. And then he said to them, anyone who welcomes a little child like this on my behalf welcomes me and anyone who welcomes me also welcomes my father who sent me. Whoever is the least among you is the greatest. And then I read down in my study notes and I loved this. It said anyone that, that, um, part of that verse that says anyone who welcomes a little child, it says to welcome means to bestow honor and to treat as a social equal. That doesn't mean you're not in charge. Just, just to clarify that. <laughs> the statement is shocking since children in Jesus day had no social status in the community and were viewed as their parents' property. Jesus took the lowest and most vulnerable members of society and announced that welcoming them was equivalent to welcoming Jesus. Mm -hmm. And I remember when our kids were young and there were a lot of them. <laughs> and so, you know, you tied several shoes, you, you know, did lots of things. <laughs> I'm, I'm, immediately things are coming to mind. <laughs> all bathroom things. scenarios. But anyway, you do all, all that to say you're doing all the things and it, it can get mundane and feel monotonous and unimportant but Jesus is saying here when we when we do this to the least of these when we welcome these kids and we serve these children and I don't mean you're not in charge let me just <laughs> clarify there are that no boundaries yes exactly. <laughs> there are still boundaries sometimes we serve them best by having boundaries but the point is that when we're doing these things that can feel mundane we're actually doing this to Jesus, for Jesus. And to me, that just puts so much value on it because mm -hmm. he values, he values children. So I, I just thought that was you great. It's not going unseen. It's not going unseen. It's counting for something. Exactly. Every single shoe. Yep. That <laughs> or tangled shirt. Yes, exactly. Or a lost shoe on a Sunday morning. <laughs> so the other, other things to keep in mind that you were made to be these kids as moms. And we can't emphasize that enough, you guys. God is sovereign. He has put you with your children. He's matched you up specifically. And I know there are times that it does not feel that way. <laughs> like we're pretty sure we are inadequate for the job. 
but God is the one who qualifies us. He equips us along the way. And his intention isn't for us to be the perfect mother off the bat. His intention is for us to learn as we're parenting our children. I like to say to moms, you know, spend time with Jesus, hear what he has for you because he wants to disciple you while you disciple your children. Um, and, and that's one thing that sort of leads into the next thing that we want to keep in mind. See this time with your kids as a gift because God is giving us a, a gift of extra time with our kids right now. And it might not feel like that at moments, but, but the truth is, it, it's true. It, that is the truth because um, I remember at one point we were in a very difficult place as a family and someone said to me, um, I just really feel like this is a beautiful gift wrapped in an ugly package. <laughs> yeah. And I thought, that is so true. If we, if we just don't receive the gift because it looks like something we don't want, mm -hmm. we miss out on so much. And we have to remember that his thoughts are not our thoughts and his ways are not our ways. And so we're yielding to his ways right now by taking this time to look at this time with our kids as a gift. Because here's here are some opportunities we have in front of us. Mm -hmm. We have the opportunity to slow down. I'm the, I, I, I've, I'm this, I am just like all of you, and I have, <laughs> have found myself saying along the way, I wish I could just slow things down. I've actually been saying this. I just realized I've been saying this for a while. Like I could just, I can't keep up mentally, emotionally with everything. Well, guess what? <laughs> Now's my chance. <laughs> um, so we can slow down. There's so many benefits to slowing down. It's not something we do well in this culture, mm -hmm. no. but if God is calling us to it, he has something beautiful for us in it. And I think it's important for us to ask him to help us to yield to it. Well, we're going to have more time for prayer, whether that's alone or while we're folding laundry, yeah. <laughs> while we're, you know, engaging with our kids, you know, those moments in between when we can be praying, uh, bringing all those things to the Lord that are on our hearts and minds. Um, and, you know, just drawing close to him. You know, he says, you know, he says to draw near to him and he will draw near to us. He responds and he meets us more than halfway. Oh, <laughs> it's also an opportunity to connect with our kids, with our families, with our husbands, even with our friends, you yeah. know, real yeah. life relationships. You know, um, I, you know, before the Internet, I would get on the horn and call my friend Jana <laughs> and we would we would literally like give each other therapy through the morning. Like. You know, we would be frustrated. I can't do this kid. You know, we knew each other's kids so well because yeah. we'd walked through so many yeah. things together. And I would just say, I don't know what to do. I think I'm going to kill him. And and she would be like, no, no, no. Remember what we talked about last week? <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> Back away from the ledge. Hit the pause button. You know, remember, this is his currency. You need to take this away from him and he'll respond. You know, so, you know, just reminding each other. Throwing each other a life Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We can do that for each other. And Dorinda sent me a meme that said, check on your extroverted friends. Right. Like, we're not. But again, this is a chance to really connect with our kids, to look deeply into their eyes, to snuggle with them more. Um, this isn't about trying to keep a heavy agenda. This is about pulling back and actually being engaged with them. Do some things for your husband that you normally don't have well, time to do. It's all just a season. It is. It really it is. just a season. Yeah. Yes. You and the kids can maybe fix a special dinner for yeah. them. You could light candles, make mm -hmm. a special dinner. When dad gets home, then we can all have dinner around a candlelight mm -hmm. table. You know? Oh, I love that one quote, too. I heard that a really long time ago. And I can't remember exactly how it goes, but basically uh, something about lighting a candle in the darkness instead of cursing the darkness. Oh, and that's like good. That's kind of what we're doing when... Wow, things are really tough right now, but we decide to take that extra time and actually do something special right. for our husband, right. or our kids, or a neighbor, or friend. Right. Mm -hmm. You're really lighting a candle in the darkness instead exactly. of just dealing with it. And right. you, might, there, just, you might not feel uh, particularly creative right now. And this yeah. is where I love that we can go to God and say, God, give me eyes to see. 
what are my opportunities right now? Let me see. Yeah. That's part of our prayer at the beginning of the day. We'll be talking about that in just a second. Mm -hmm. But uh, we have opportunities to do projects. We never have had to organize cupboards. Yes. We can engage the kids <laughs> in some of that. Declutter. <laughs> and we can, we, can, we can engage our kids in that. We're going to talk mm -hmm. about that in a minute as well. So, um, And then to walk out our faith in front of our kids because they're watching. You know, more is caught than taught. If we are in a wad all the time, they're looking at us going, hmm, you know, they're not maybe even consciously thinking this, but they're absorbing that maybe God isn't real. Maybe right. he isn't powerful. Maybe he isn't able to Or this to is what us. we do in a crisis. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right? How do you want yeah. your kids to huh. respond as adults in a crisis, as Christian adults? Respond that way. Because it's just <laughs> as new to them as it is to you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and we can have an opportunity to teach them resilience and to continually bring them back to the truths of God's word, just like we're doing. You know, we can do it together. Um, all right. So you had some really great, uh, like four things to kind of focus on. Um, the first was, uh, prayer, start the day in the word and prayer, even if it's not a ton of reading, as we know how this can be when kids are home, right? <laughs> it's hit and miss sometimes, but read until God illuminates something to you. It could only take two verses. Who yeah. knows? <laughs> Write that verse down. That's your verse for today. That's your lifeline for today. Yes. And I have watched so many times when I've done that, not knowing what the day was going to bring, how applicable that verse was <laughs> to situations I never saw coming. <laughs> so that's yeah. that's an idea. Um, and obviously prayer can happen you know, by yourself in the morning as, as much as possible. But again, we can do it throughout the day. But I would encourage you also to read the Psalms. Mm -hmm. That is yeah. full of good theology about who God is mm -hmm. and um, just a pouring out of David's heart and the mm -hmm. psalmist's hearts. Pray mm -hmm. scripture. This is another really good thing to do. Pray the scripture over your situations, the things you're afraid of. Again, yield and then write down the things you're grateful for. Yes. That's super Very important. Mm -hmm. And then ways to pray for your kids. You had some ideas. You guys have some ideas on ways that you can pray for your kids? Uh, yeah. So what we do, Ava has a, a, a prayer journal. Um, and so I'll do my prayer and reading um, usually before the kids wake up because I need to set the intent for the mm -hmm. day. And especially now, more like it's so important to set the intent mm -hmm. because it's crazy for all of us. Mm -hmm. Something is off, and they know that something mm -hmm. is off. Um, and so I make sure that I go to God first and how I'm going to deal with the day because every day's every day is different. Um, there's a new um, update um, just about every hour now. Mm -hmm. um, and so I make sure I do that first, and then with my kids, I definitely pray the fruits of spirit over them. I want them to have peace throughout the day. I want them to have gentleness when it comes to their siblings throughout the day. Um, I want to have gen gentleness toward them throughout the day and my husband. Um, and self-control is a big one. Gentleness Amen. and self-control <laughs> go hand in hand. For them and me. Yes, yes absolutely. Um, so I pray self-control over their little bodies, over, my, over myself as well. Um, because you are with them, mm -hmm. contained confined right <laughs> all 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 day cozy yes very cozy <laughs> that's a nice word it is like that. yeah it is a nice <laughs> word I'm sticking with that no, one nice <laughs> and cozy. um and so i just make sure that i pray the fruits of the spirit over my children um and then i tether those prayers um because we'll pray together um or i'll have ava write down her prayer in her journal um but i want to tether those throughout the day mm -hmm. so when they're not being kind to each other i point out are you being kind are you being gentle to your sister um did you show self-control mm -hmm. things like that mm -hmm. um to make it to make it real because it is right. if we don't show that scripture is real if we don't show that prayer is real they're not going to know that it's real Exactly. Um, and so I make sure to tether them throughout the day, point back to scripture, um, because that is also authority. Like that is our authority is scripture. Right. Um, cause we have so, so many things telling us what we should and should not be doing. And yes, we should come, could, should comply, um, with, you know, to keep everyone safe, but scripture is our ultimate authority. Right. So when the, when the media is telling us to be afraid mm -hmm. and hoard toilet paper, mm -hmm. my Bible doesn't tell me that. <laughs> right. So yeah. that's um, so important. That's so important yeah. because I, I had a mom the other day um, talking to me about um, nobody. She said, nobody's telling us what's right and what's wrong mm -hmm. in this situation. And I said, 
do you need someone to tell you that? <laughs> can God tell you that? Um, you know, I mean, obviously we, God can use people to mm -hmm. speak and give us direction, but our source has to be him. Like you said, final mm -hmm. authority over mm -hmm. everything. This is why it's so important for us to be keeping our prayer life up and being listen and listening for the Lord's mm -hmm. voice. Um, and then this mom said to me, um, oh, well, we're still reading and praying and, you know, um, reading our Bible and being kind. And I think that's all great being generous and, you know, taking care of people, but it's the practical day-to-day -day things that I'm having a hard time making decisions on. And I said, well, can God answer those questions as well? And she's like, yeah, you're right. Mm -hmm. I never really thought about that. And I think this is something that's very tempting is for us to separate our practical life from our spiritual life, but God should be permeating all of it. So God can tell us how many packages of toilet paper to put in our car. <laughs> yes. And how many to leave on the shelf. Yeah, how many to leave on the shelf. Others. And yeah. you know, like what other thing to just grab when we're at the store. This is yeah. one thing we've been doing is like, we're frequenting the grocery store two to three times a week, just because, you know, like, oh, we're out of this. So we go and then we're like, okay, Oh, wait, you know, maybe I should just grab an extra orange juice or an extra mm -hmm. this. And instead of taking everything on the shelf, we just grab an extra one or two mm -hmm. and leave something for someone else. So again, that's just an example of some of the practical ways that God can lead us through this. But our job is to be listening mm -hmm. and to be well, and following his lead. I think that's kind of the point. It is the yeah. point. Is there are the no point. straight answers yeah. and he does that on purpose. Exactly. He doesn't just leave it, oh, I forgot. To right. give them specific instructions in right. case coronavirus hits. Right. He didn't, yeah. oh, he that was an oversight yeah. on his part. All these different things will happen, but the point is you don't have the straight answers because it forces mm -hmm. you to go to him for the answers. Exactly. Instead. Yeah. And so what interest. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And what you were saying is 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 teaching our kids exactly that. So we're mm -hmm. modeling it, but we're yeah. also relating it to their world. Yes. You know, at home. Like this is how this relates to, you know, we see the bigger world scale, but really they're really all about what's right in front of them <laughs> yeah. and that's Super where we concrete. teach them a biblical worldview mm -hmm. in everyday life so when they go out in the world that expands into mm -hmm. into you know into the world and into their adult life um so um also we don't forget to pray for your husbands mm -hmm. they're feeling the weight of this as well and i think it's super important for us to continue to stay very connected with them take time to talk with each other about mm -hmm. how they're doing and what's going on with them because they're they're facing some stresses they haven't faced maybe before um at work or just mm -hmm. in general about providing and um being the 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 head of their home, you know, what does that look like in this scenario? Yeah. So they're wondering too. And so um, be praying for them and um, supportive, you know, I think it's important to encourage each other. Right, because you're teammates. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. In this together. And, and this yeah. can, you know, this can tear so us apart as couples or it can bring us together, yeah. you know, yeah. and, the, and the enemy knows that. And yeah. he, he doesn't care. Like he doesn't care if we're in a weak spot. That's when he goes in he will for the kill. when you're down. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> he has no shame. So um, the next thing, so prayer first and then grace to remember to have grace. Mm -hmm. um, we're finding a new normal. Mm -hmm. um, routine is completely off. We need to extend grace. This, these are some suggestions you had made to extend grace quickly and freely for your kids, but also for yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, I think yeah. we forget sometimes yeah. to show that grace yeah. for ourselves. And I feel like keeping as much to your normal schedule as possible Um because kids feel secure when things are as normal as possible. Right. So, know you know, they get up about the same time, we eat breakfast about the next. same time, and maybe when they were going to get on the bus and go to school or you're going to bring them to school, um, that's the time when we're going to turn to maybe doing uh, some activities or schoolwork or whatever you've been given mm -hmm. to try to do. But I would really caution you to not think that you have to school for eight hours a day. Um, there is... Uh, there is something really efficient about being home and being able to have just focus. The kids can just focus. There's not a bunch of distractions. They have you there as a tutor whenever they need it. So it goes quite quickly. Um, but don't feel like you have to do every single thing on the list because kids continue to learn in lots of different ways. Oh, yeah. Like it doesn't have to be book work. But I encourage you, especially as you're finding a new normal, start with a skeleton schedule. Just something that's very um, abstract, abstract, yeah. somewhat abstract. Yeah. With some, you know, like get up at the same time, like eat chunks breakfast. Of time instead of right every fifteen minutes. Right. <laughs> exactly. So in the morning, yeah. we're going to accomplish these three things in whatever order, however it works. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> 
yeah. you know, so something like that, giving yourself grace and your kids grace. Um, and just, like I said, keeping things simple. Now, one, one thing that the Lord showed me a long time ago was when I felt like I wasn't doing enough for my kids. And like I said, there were eight of them. So I felt like that frequently, <laughs> um, I would take it to the Lord and he would say to me, you're not working in my, or on, in the world's economy, you're working in my economy. And mine is very, very different than the world's. And he reminded me of the story of the loaves and the fishes. We bring what we can. Mm -hmm. And it seems like not enough to feed the 5,000. But in the end, it is because God makes it enough. So he takes what we have to offer and he makes it enough. And so as long as we're just good stewards of what we have, this could be our energy, yeah. our time, be good stewards of what we have, God will make it enough. And um, I've just watched him do that for years. So... Um, remember that you're setting the tone in your home. Um, I'm, I'm praying that it's a spirit of peace. You know, invite mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit um, to bring mm -hmm. peace. What are what are some ways that uh, I feel like worship music is really good? Um, mm -hmm. Sometimes I can't do words. <laughs> it's got to be <laughs> instrumental. <laughs> so um, yeah, so there's trying time. to make it a sweet time instead of just really difficult. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sort of just doing any little thing you can. Like my kids really love lighting a candle at dinner time. My five-year-old says it's we're making it fancy. Right, right. <laughs> it's kind of like little rituals that help them yeah. feel like life is normal. Oh, yeah. And then they'll look back on this. Oh yeah, wait, that was a crisis. Well, that was really fun. I just remember that as being really fun. I think I actually had times growing yes. up where this happened. You were sharing that with or, me the other day. I don't even remember. I can't remember. I off think the top it was my head, but... Silas was in the hospital with the heart thing. And oh yeah, we would, would we would stay journal. with various friends and neighbors, and we had all these fun things we'd do specifically at their houses. Like you know, our neighbors who were probably in their seventies at the time taught us how to play baseball and drive four-wheelers and do archery. Wow. And we had a total blast. It was one of the best memories we ever had. Right. And, and she, you wrote in your little nine-year-old journal or 11-year-old journal or whatever it was. Oh, yeah. I know. And I was like, wow, this stuff really wasn't hitting me that much. I was so focused on when like, I went back to their house because I wouldn't right. ride the four-wheeler okay. And there was like one brief mention of, you know, whatever was going on at the time. And then... And then today we blah, 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 yeah, blah, blah, blah. One sentence, oh, yeah, and Silas is still in the hospital. And then continuing on with right. all the fun stuff we had planned and another neighbor was coming over to touch his house up. <laughs> That's, That's, so That's so great. Wow. It really does, yeah. Um, so one thing that I just want to kind of throw out there is just I think is real important is not to have the news going on with the kids around. I just feel like they cannot process that, and um, it just kind of puts fear in them. I mean, if you want to listen to the news, I would say listen to it by yourself or while they're napping or something or resting and or after you're um, just reading it so exactly yeah reading it they're not really seeing it because you're reading it on right phone. exactly so just Probably, just throwing that out there okay so chores let's talk about chores i'm a big Yay. fan of chores. <laughs> so our, our chores. <laughs> she says with just a little bit of uh, angst in her voice <laughs> she was the oldest of the eight so yeah yeah she she gets it. I wouldn't say it was unfair though. It was, okay. it was evenly distributed. All right. You just told Good me to if know. I didn't want a job, teach someone else how to do it, and then I'm done with the job. <laughs> All right, that's it on. <laughs> so engaging okay. kids in some basic chores. This is so good for them. Let's. I, I, I want you to share like how we we were talking about this the other day. How does it communicate value to the kids? Oh yes. Um, so they want. They want to feel valuable. I mean, how many times do your kids come up to you and they're like, I made this. And they have this big smile on their face. Mm -hmm. And depending on how you react, that smile is going to get bigger or it's just going to melt away. Because, right. uh, you know, we do, sometimes there are the, look at me with the spin jump. And it's like, wow. Right. Oh, you're going to kill yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a corner, a ledge right there. Do that. Yeah. You're like, yay. Yeah. But then there are times that they do bring you something and you are kind of, impressed yeah. with their right. skill level and you're like wow and they're just glowing oh, they're know. beaming yes. because yes. they feel valuable and the same with chores now they might not think they're gonna feel valuable <laughs> right but once they get their hands dirty once they do that thing mm -hmm. once you show them how appreciative you are of them and that they see without their help this wouldn't have gone as smoothly mm -hmm. they're going mm -hmm. to feel so valuable they're a part of this family they're a valued member a part mm -hmm. of this a family contributing member a right. contributing yeah. member yeah. a part of this family not <laughs> just you know, a bystander. Yes. <laughs> yes. And it gives yeah. their little idle hands something to do. Exactly. Um, and it, it can be a little bit 
messy yes. sometimes. And it might not be up to par or the yeah. way you do it. Mm -hmm. And you may it may end up taking a lot longer. That's my thing. Oh, it you know, always does. It always does. Okay. And so the yes. goal the goal is really just enjoyment mm -hmm. and just right. experience and getting mm -hmm. their hands in there. If we can remember that and not you know just hurry up and get these things done, which you know I'm totally which I mean really right now we have time for them to be slow. Exactly. Yes. So put a little you know that's true. Yeah. Half a sink of water with soap and some dishes yeah. and, and scoot a step stool up there and stick your four, oh, five, yeah. six year old and let them wash dishes. That's what I love it. I'll wash the dishes and they've got a towel with a clean little fruit scrubber usually. Yeah. And I just wash the dish and hand it to them. Mm -hmm. It's an appropriate dish. I kind of skip the glass stuff, but you know, like here, plastic cups, whatever. Right. And then they scrub them and they add it to the pile of things. And then, yeah. like you said, when you said, um, when they recognize that 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 job couldn't have gotten done without them or whatever. Oh, right. Or say if you say like, yes. like yeah. they're not just going to automatically know that we have to verbally say yeah. it to them. Wow. Yeah. You did such yeah. a good job on that. Yes. You know, and I'm so glad you're here to help me. I don't know what I would do without you. You know, oh, that yeah. kind of yeah. thing. They love they, that. They do. It's, it's, oh. I definitely start if I'm going to do a job or if I want them to do a job, I always say, Hey, will you help me? Mm -hmm. And they mm -hmm. always say yes. Like they always <laughs> say yes. In fact, this morning, it's, it's kind of funny, Harper broke down crying because Ava was doing the dishes and she couldn't do oh, the dishes. Oh, we've had oh that happen goodness. too. Don't do my chores. Yes, yeah. <laughs> you just and took my value away. I dare yes. you. <laughs> what am I? I'm having an identity crisis now. So it's... Um, it's very valuable for them to it learn is. it, to do it, and to show that without them, you know, the cog and the machine just isn't going to... And sometimes they'll, say, they'll yeah. start, it changes their thinking as, you know, if they're bored, they might start actually doing something useful. Oh, yeah. My kids will pull out a broom and sweep mm -hmm. when they're bored because yes. they, they can't think of anything else to do. <laughs> yeah, and, and they usually can't with them to work, so they go, oh, I'm going to sweep. Yeah, well, and that's one thing that when they kept coming to me saying they were, they never used that word very much. Nobody word would say Because more. I had a jar with, um, <laughs> there were chores and, and fun activities. Jobs. So there was, you, you, they took a risk. They might get a fun activity, but they might get a job <laughs> instead. So yeah. I did not let them use that word. But, but the <laughs> bottom, but if you've never engaged your kids really much in chores, there might be a little bit of a learning curve there. Mm -hmm. So just want to forewarn yeah, you on that. Yeah, they're not going to love it right off. They're the not. Bat. They're not. Yeah. They're going to think you're. You may kind of you be know, like killing yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I promise you, they will live. Um, yeah. Anyway, so, and then we can do some of those chores alongside of them and have great conversation. They can, you know, kids can fold a washcloth. That's pretty simple. Yeah. A, a three or yeah. four year old can do or that. Or I have my um, daughter fold the rags because she just doesn't, she doesn't fold that well. Right, but right. it's just like, I just give her the stuff. You don't that, care like, what don't they care turn out like. They're right. Tossed in yeah. anyway. Right. Yeah. Matching you know? socks. That's another. Oh, one. yes. The kids we that one. fight over that job. Yeah, like it's too. a game. And mm -hmm. don't forget to not throw those unmatched ones away. Don't do that. Yeah. Right. Put them in a basket. <laughs> On top of the basket. Yes. Yes. later. Yes. <laughs> and then we have several jobs that we do all together. Right. So me and the girls. Yeah. Um, unloading the dishwasher is one of them. There are mm -hmm. dishes that Harper can put away, dishes Ava can put away, and then there are dishes that only I can put away because right. they're delicate For or too high. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yes. And so that's something that we're all doing it together. It's not it's not, you know, a Cinderella scenario where right. you're doing the work and I'm sitting down or whatever right, right. it is. Yeah. Um, not that they can't do something without you. That's true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> so there's always a balance yes. to everything, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And um, we have it to where each child is specific for, you know, something of theirs and only they can do that. And then we have group chores. Well, I like that because there's ownership there. There is. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's so important. And if it's not done, we know who to find. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there. I never yeah. thought of that. Yeah. You know who to track now. Yeah. Yeah. We know who to find you. Guilty. Like Winnie the Pooh. Guilty. Oh, yeah. my goodness. All right. So moving on here. <laughs> so, um, we feel like reading is one of the best mm -hmm. ways to connect with your kids. Because yes. you may be going, okay, connect with my kids. What does that mean? Mm -hmm. You know, what are we supposed to do? So reading, reading aloud as a family. And you can do it as a family. You can also utilize it as a quiet time. Yes. You know, and even way down to the littles, mm -hmm. they can look at picture books. They don't have to know how to read to have reading time. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. But you had some ideas about how to connect with them when we are reading aloud. Yes. And 
So uh, we love read alouds. We love reading aloud. It's not just for little kids. We do it with Ava, who's about to be 10. Um, I know other families that still do it with their middle schoolers and mm -hmm. high schoolers. Uh, you absolutely can do that. Sometimes yes. that's the only place you really connect yes. with them yes. because they are they're, they think differently than you. They're processing mm -hmm. different. Their interests are so different. Yes. So, but you've got this book in common and these mm -hmm. characters and something to talk about. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And throughout oh. the day. Really. Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, absolutely. Reading, yeah, yeah, right. They're like, oh, that kind of reminds me of so-and-so from this book. Yeah. 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 We yeah. did that a lot with Pilgrim's Progress. Oh, yeah. Loved, yeah. loved and it. And it's, it's also a great platform to ask a lot of questions. Yes. You know, I feel like question asking is mm -hmm. one of the best ways to connect with our kids. You know, like I said, they ask a question, you ask a question back. And that can actually lead into some pretty interesting conversations to find out where, where they're really at. Where's their heart? Where are they developmentally? What are the things that are on their minds? How do they process mm -hmm. things? What is their mm -hmm. perspective on things? It gives you a big it insight does. into them. And so this is a really great opportunity yeah. to do that. Yeah. Um, we do a lot of, um, well, we do the read alouds and then we'll draw a picture, mm -hmm. reading comprehension, check questions, right? Questions on top of questions on top of questions. Check. Check. It can all be oral. It does not it, have to be yes. written. Yes. Um, Ava has written a play before. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, skits, the plays. Yes. Skits, plays. Um, it's just we love read-alouds. Um, but then we also do silent, quiet reading. Mm -hmm. um, Ava loves to read quietly, so we do that a lot. Harper, again, she can't read, but she looks at books. Right. Yeah. Um, or I'll read to her one-on-one. -on -one. Um, cause we are doing like a thousand books before kindergarten, which wow. you could start that. Like kudos to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we've been doing a lot of reading. I'm a little shorter. I actually tend to pick stuff that I enjoy because it's usually yes. at the end of the day and I'm mm -hmm. kind of just done. We've done the dinner time. We've right. done the bedtime thing <laughs> and then we're finally reading. So right. it's like, okay, there's a few books that I really love. Like, uh, the little house book. Right. I'm trying to remember, uh, is it Virginia Burton? Yes. 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 That's very anyway. old. My mom read oh, that to me. As it's a kid. so cute. It was so yeah. cute. It was my favorite growing up. So I'll pick out some books that I enjoyed as yes. a kid because then I feel like I have a little more motivation. Yes. To read the right. And this oh, is yes. really important for moms Something to remember. It's going to look yeah. a little different for every mom. Yes. You yeah. have to understand you're not so-and-so like Brittany is not Heather Heather's not Brittany and they're going to do things differently. And the age ranges really make a difference. Exactly. Do. So it don't, is. don't, really don't go season. down that comparison road. Just yeah. don't even, don't even do that. But another thing yeah. for motivation is we'll, our read alouds will then after we finish the read aloud, we find the movie. If it has oh, a movie. Oh, that's yes. great. Yes. That's a great idea. Yes. And then, you know, helps that's us great. push through. Uh -huh. Because there are some that they don't really enjoy, but we're going to finish them. <laughs> right. So we can right. watch the movie. Yeah, so that. we can watch the movie. So I, I think, think you know, one, one plan that always worked really well for us was kind of like... Uh, directed learning in the morning um, for the most part, not like all morning, especially not for the well, younger ones. That was usually our best time of day. We right. kind of fried exactly. out. And, and then in the go. afternoon mm -hmm. was more self-directed right. play. Yes. This yeah. is something we really want to talk about mm -hmm. because I think sometimes we feel like we have to entertain our kids all the time mm -hmm. with either TV or yeah. computer or phone or, you know, we have to you know, be taking them places. And the bottom line is, they need self-directed play. Like it is really important for their development. Mm -hmm. And so now we have this opportunity to give that to them in the afternoon. So mm -hmm. some of the stuff you guys do um, for self-directed play. Uh, well, self-directed. So we play, they play a lot of hide and seek. Uh, we do a lot of obstacle courses and there are things that we'll all do as a family and there are things that, you know, they'll do just by themselves. Absolutely. And I will say, be careful with what you, <laughs> Uh, tend to do as a family um, sometimes because then they can they can do it by themselves. But since you did it with them constantly, 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 they're gonna think they can't do it without, <laughs> without you. Without you, yeah, and you must. You, there you go. This can't happen. Yes, it's so, an expectation. That's a really yes. good, really good warning. <laughs> yeah. Expectations in mind. This yeah. is yes. whatever this you're is setting a precedent. Yes, exactly. This is normal. Right? Uh, we do a lot of card games, a lot of board games, and there we have games that they can do by themselves. Right. Puzzles. Um, love mm. puzzles. Uh, I hate puzzles. <laughs> I hate board games. <laughs> There's a few though. They, 
there's a few. Quickly. The ones that go quickly that I can oh, you know, yeah. like, okay. be done. Speaking if I decide I yeah. want to be done, yeah. like Uno. Mine are yeah. five and three, so it's high ho Cherio. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's done in like, you know, 15 oh, yeah. minutes. Go fish. That goes yeah. pretty fast. Or actually, yeah. we love Uno Attack. You know, it spits the oh, yes. right. Yeah. We There's a little excitement there. <laughs> right, yeah. We do a lot of, a lot of games. Yes. And then um, we have, I can only speak about girls because that's all we have or little yeah. girls. I'll speak to boys in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> they love dressing up. Uh, oh yeah, waiting on you. My like son loves that too. They yes. play a restaurant. Or, yes. Oh, that's or a like great strong. idea. One will stand behind the kitchen counter, and the other one's ordering food with this big old chef. Yes. Like, okay, what do you want now? And yeah. Put on his sister's pink chef hat. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. And then we <laughs> do um, yeah. lots of crafts. A lot of water paint on like mm -hmm. computer paper mm -hmm. oh, i mean yeah. even notebook paper you can do that color wonder they do each other's hair nails so yeah we recently started getting into that a little more because i realized oh, my three-year-old daughter's probably gonna want to do some more of these things yes she loves it yes Great. Love it. <laughs> We're also going to leave a link um, to a, like a list of activities that are super like simple. We don't want you to have to spend extra money, mm -hmm. order anything, go to the store, use what you have at home, like blanket forts in the living room or if it's if too cold outside. Your kids are drawn to yes. something that maybe you wouldn't normally give them, but if you think about it, and it's actually like a pretty safe item, right? Like kitchen utensils yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Here, just play with them. You can just give them the container. Yep, I've done that where like, a big bowl with, you know, like yeah. some flour or something in it that like I can easily vacuum up. Normally wouldn't have access to go, well, it's not yeah, gonna hurt them. Measuring cups, yes. because they, they start yeah. to learn. Oatmeal, what, dried oatmeal or oh, dried yes. beans and measuring yes. cups. Oh, dried beans. beans, that's better than the flour. We do a lot of dried <laughs> beans. Like, oh, oatmeal is, is also kind of fun one for like little kids. Yeah. Yeah. I will say my son like stuck his whole head in the bin and tried to eat it all, so we're to pass it there. We also, but, a couple yeah. of things we're doing, I'm teaching Ava how to crochet um, during all of this. Um, and then, oh, doing a bucket list. So we're putting together a bucket list for our family, things that we've always wanted to do or that we haven't gotten to or, you know, whatever it may be, whatever they want to do. And so we're all in and on together. It's not just, this is mom's bucket list of, this is all the things we're cleaning and, and decluttering right. this week or <laughs> these next yeah. two, two weeks. That's what everyone um, wants to do. Yes. And you don't have to like do it every day. For yeah. us, we tend to make a family bucket list and we'll do one thing maybe every weekend or every other oh, weekend. Like, yeah. okay, we want to go to the zoo. Yeah. Or, you know, wherever. Yeah. Or, or you know, hiking. You get, yeah. Or a couple times a week. Camping. You know, yeah. if you yeah. feel like you want to. It never be, works, though. Yes. It doesn't have to be a huge thing and require a ton yeah. of energy. Yes. And I've seen a lot mm -hmm. of bucket lists going around. I've seen things like even movies. Like, they'll put, watch, you know, Sword right. in the Stone or whatever. Right. Right. Make oh, popcorn. Yeah. Yes, make popcorn. And it's just the pleasure mm -hmm. of checking it off. Right. They want, they did it. They're excited. They want to <laughs> check it off. Right. Yes. That's so. great. That is awesome. And the other thing is outside, you guys, is so important for our kids to get outside. And I want to speak specifically to boys. I mean, girls obviously need to go outside too, but I want to speak to boys since you spoke to girls. Um, five of our eight kids are boys and um, only one's left at home. And so they all made it to adulthood alive. Even though I let them play, sometimes <laughs> sort of dangerous play. Uh, boys yeah. especially, they just, they need to be physical and um, mm -hmm. now's an opportunity to give that to them in the afternoons. Um, they need movement um, and also even in between subjects, like get, give them, let them jump on the trampoline or take mm -hmm. 10 rounds around the house, run around the house, like, ride like their bike use, for 10 um, minutes the before timer. they move on to the next oh, subject. Yeah. Use a timer. Yeah. And uh, they'll like run, like you said, obstacle course or like just running yeah. circles around the yard. First okay, that was in 10 seconds. Can you shave it down to nine seconds? And right. then they've got like some kind of goal. Boys are very goal oriented. Yes, very competitive, <laughs> but they also can focus a lot better when they've gotten their energy out. So yes. don't forget about that. But getting everybody outside because nature is calming nature is healing. God gave it to us as a mm -hmm. gift. And I really believe, um, that it's healing. Like we go outside and nature doesn't change. You know, our world is changing, but when I go take my walk on the greenway, the trees are the same, the river's the same. Mm -hmm. And I'm really making note of that right now because so many other things are changing. I'm like, Lord, thank you for the calm that comes with nature. Um, mm -hmm. like I said, I just think it's a gift to us that, that we need to take advantage of. Um, 
So yeah, I think you guys have any other other things that you want to yeah. throw in there? Maybe just being outside, right? And I think being outside, look for some hiking trails because there's you know plenty of space out there. Social distance. Yeah, <laughs> that was something I ran into at Costco yesterday. That was interesting. <laughs> My poor husband, he was not very happy. <laughs> he doesn't like people telling him what to do. And so this, this woman was like telling him, get in this line, but stay this distance behind this gentleman. And my husband was like mumbling under his breath. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm going to quarantine you from the rest of the world. So um, anyway, all that to say, we can go to hiking trails. Yeah. We can, um, you know, parks, obviously, if they're not overly busy, but, you know, I, I'm not seeing a lot of people out right now. So mm -hmm. it might be a really great idea. Also, I don't see, don't feel guilty if your kids watch some cartoons. Right. <laughs> you yes. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. especially if that falls under the grace category. Yeah. You have a set time, too. Like, yeah. I kind of know by now at what point my children's brains are going to melt. And right. it's going to take twice as much time for them to get back to normal and come out of it. Right. Like, you know, pretty much anything beyond like a half hour. Right. When they're tiny. But right. It's different for everybody. Exactly. And, and late afternoon, so. like, we used to always refer to that as the witching hour, like, between. Four and right, six. When you have to figure out what when you're trying to figure out dinner yeah, is so. when everybody starts to have a meltdown. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. we would sometimes save our TV time for then. So anyway, I'm just throwing some ideas yeah. out there, but just grace. I, it goes back mm -hmm. to that grace thing you were talking about earlier. So oh, yeah. um, just to sort of recap, focus on being grateful, uh, be engaged mm -hmm. um, and present. Like I'm finding myself even preoccupied with all mm -hmm. these different thoughts. Oh, and it's yeah. like my body is even saying, Stop. Right. <laughs> you know, stop. Yeah. And your brain's turning to, to jello and it's time to just be in the present. Like be available well, to I the people this, around yeah, you. Yeah, it's hard. You, you know? want to prepare, you want to be ready, but at the same time you just at one point you need to just put everything down and be right. like, no. Just gonna leave that's, it. That's part I'm of the work out where I'm finding toilet paper next week. <laughs> We're gonna go do something fun. We're going outside. We're just gonna right. try to keep. We're gonna cling to that place yeah. where peace is. Yes, you know, like peace that passes all exactly. understanding and a sound mind. Right, <laughs> cling to that because that's where God is. You know, um, He is a God of peace. And the other thing I wanted to throw in there too is that there's gonna be times when it feels like chaos in your house, right? Yeah. Um, and I have learned something over the years that. God loves to meet us in the mess. You know, okay. do you feel like you're a mess right now? Don't be afraid to just invite him into it because he is a God of order and he loves to bring um, uh, peace and order to chaos. And he loves to reveal himself to us. And so if we can just say, Lord, I don't know what this is supposed to look like. Mm -hmm. Can you just come in and help bring peace and order mm -hmm. into our home and into our family during this time? And he will do it. He is so so faithful. And then lastly, don't forget to keep your sense of humor. Yes. <laughs> this is very, very important. Yes. 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 But it's actually kind of a good thing. Yeah. It, it gets people's way of going, just kind of taking it with a grain of salt and you know this is just taking really it down a few notches. And, yeah, yeah exactly, sort of exactly. So post. we would like you, if you have questions, to drop them in uh, the comments. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. And we will answer them. Either we'll answer them personally on there, or we mm -hmm. may even do another video next week mm -hmm. and bring some more encouragement and answer questions. Let us know if this was helpful to you. Um, and if you'd like more. Um, and then we're also going to share some resources. I've got um, a, a, a link to simple activities to beat afternoon boredom, um, some, some podcasts on um, anxiety and kind of walking with our kids through a crisis, uh, worship songs. I have a yes. couple songs that have just sort of been, I've been playing over and over again. And then the Revo mm -hmm. Worship has yes. a Spotify playlist, yes. right? So Spotify, Revo Worship, and it's all the songs that we play on Sunday morning. Um, and it's awesome. just, it's a great, yeah, it's a nice. great playlist. Also, um, Amazon music. We love to listen to Shane and Shane, the hymn mm, album. Those are good. It is. It's so good. good. Yes. Oh yes. It's very calming. Um, and it's full of scripture. Oh, it is. You know, so you're just having yeah. the word of God and yeah. you know, the word says that, um, God says his word doesn't come back void. So mm -hmm. like it always produces something. It's always working. It's, it's living and it's active. Yes. It's so fun when you hear your little ones like singing the words. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they don't even fully recognize <laughs> no. what they're doing, but you just, the there's like an anointing that comes yeah. with it. And it's so precious mm -hmm. to hear them singing those songs. So, um, yeah. So anyway, I think we're going to just close and word of prayer and, yeah. um, 
Lord, we just thank you so much for this time together, God. We thank you for every mom who's listening. Um, Lord, we all, uh, all of us are longing to be comforted, Lord, to hear from you, to know what you have for us, to know what we do, we should do in these circumstances, God. But Father, it starts by keeping our eyes on you. It starts by um, seeking your heart, God, and listening for your voice. Lord, give us the courage to slow down, to trust. It takes courage to slow down, Father. It takes courage to trust. And I just pray that you would give that to us, Lord. Fill us with faith. Fill us with strength. Fill us with um, just a, an undying um, love for you, God. You have always, always been faithful through all generations to all different cultures in all different circumstances. God, you will not stop being faithful now. We thank you that we can count on you. Thank you that you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. And God, I pray for peace um, to permeate and to fill and your presence to fill every uh, the home of every mom who's listening, God. We thank you for your goodness to us. In Jesus' name, amen.